Flyers Daily with Jason Mertidis. All right, here we go. Flyers Daily episode for Wednesday, March 30th. Yours truly's 50th birthday. And it may sound a little different in this episode, uh, the audio, because I am not in the home studio. Uh, I was not on the broadcast last night. My wife, uh, Angela, uh, took me out of town for a couple of days, so uh, here we are in Bedford Springs, Pennsylvania, and I'm downstairs right now in the Omni Bed- Bedford Springs Hotel, which is apparently haunted, and <laughs> recording this podcast at uh, 11.30 on Tuesday night. But uh, the Flyers go down. Did watch the game. Uh, have that ability to watch the game, and uh, that's the great uh, thing about technology. And uh, the Flyers uh, go down against the Minnesota Wild. Morgan Frost gets the lone flyer goal. And uh, good to see him pick one up and uh, get that confidence going. Flyers with a much better third period than that second period where they ended up going down 4 to nothing in the game. But uh, they come out of this game, and they wrap up this five-game road trip. And Noah Cates, with his NHL debut, uh, played just about 15 minutes of ice, ice time in the game. I like the fact that he had three hits in the game, and I like the fact that he had three shots in the game, and he did not look like he didn't belong. Uh, so congratulations to Noah Cates on his debut in the National Hockey League. Mark andre Fleury will pick up the win for the Minnesota Wild. He is now 2-0 in games that he's played for the Wild since that acquisition from the Chicago Blackhawks. But the one thing I want to get to in this episode, uh, I, I've seen this quite a bit. Carter Hart was out and unavailable for this game against the Minnesota Wild, uh, dealing with a nagging injury. So, you know, one of the things, and we've talked about it on the podcast before, that it benefits players to play, even if the, if they're not. We've talked about this on the podcast before, but it, it, it's this notion of just shutting down a player. We heard it earlier in the season about Sean Couturier. Eventually, they did. Obviously, he had back surgery, and he's not going to return, although did see him on the ice yesterday. Um, Ryan Ellis, same thing. There was a lot of, well, there was a lot of mystery shrouded around Ryan Ellis. Still is, and he is not going to return this season. Uh, But Kevin Hayes, who had a, a, a surgery at the end of last season, a core surgery, and then right before training camp had to go in and have another procedure done, then eventually did get on the ice for the Flyers in November. We could tell right away he was not even close to 100%. Uh, but eventually had to go out again and have another procedure done. Didn't re-injure it, but had to have another procedure done to clear an infection, which sometimes happens, especially with those core surgeries. And then since he's returned, he's got 12 points in 13 games. He looks much better. Matter of fact, I think he looks better since returning this last stint then he's looked, obviously, at any time this season and about 90% of last season. So, you know, I look at it and go, okay, you got to go through that as a player. You have to come back. You have to break through scar tissue. You also have to have that period of time where you have to regain confidence in whatever area that was injured. Like in the NFL, they said for years, if you had a knee injury, whether it was a quarterback or a running back, you weren't going to cut hard on that for a full season after the procedure because in your subconscious mind, you didn't trust it. And eventually it takes time to take a few hits on it and be able to build up that trust that it is 
back to 100%. So this notion was going around on social media that you should shut Carter Hart down for the remainder of this season. And I wholeheartedly disagree with that. If there's any risk of exacerbating an injury further, those are different conversations. But a nagging injury that, from what I understand, if these games meant something, he'd play through it. But there's not enough upside to, to carry any risk for no reward at this point in the season. So there's no upside to doing that. But there is benefit to him coming back and finishing the season. This notion that, yeah, just shut him down, bring up Felix Sandstrom, and let's see what he's got. So Dan uh, tweeted out on uh, – Dan, he's tweeted the show before, Dan the Flyers fan. And he said basically his initial rant, which I you know, I responded to, basically just said, take him out. There's no reason to bring him back in. And, you know, let's see what we got with our goalie. Here's his exact tweet. He said, Hart's got nothing left to prove this year. Shut him down. Call Samstrom up and give him the lion's share of the NHL starts and give Ustamenko the reins in Lehigh. Let's start making some progress with the goalie prospects. Okay, well, first and foremost... The, the Phantoms are trying to make the playoffs because it's beneficial for young players to go on a playoff run. That's number one. I don't even think that can be debated. But my re- reply to his tweet was, so making progress is now shutting down your number one goaltender for a nagging injury that if the games meant something, he would be playing and bringing up Sandstrom, who is not ready for the most unforgiving shooters on the planet, behind a defense that has tons of inexperience. Wow, insanity. Now, we just saw Noah Cates get his first NHL start. Ronnie Adder just signed his contract. He's going to get his first NHL start, presumably coming up on Saturday against the Toronto Maple Leafs. We're going to see Bobby Brink. Uh, We already have a lot of players very young in their NHL career, whether that's Cam York or uh, other flyer forwards that are out there. Uh, You're looking at guys like Owen Tippett. There's a lot of inexperience out there. And to put a goaltender who has been up and down in his development in Felix Sandstrom, I know he's 25 now, but he's been up and down in his development into this situation at the NHL level behind very inexperienced and not very well-structured team defense is not really an area where you're going to get a lot of good information on what he is. Now, Carter has proven that he can play behind that and not suffer the consequences, the mental consequences or even the physical consequences to his game. We saw him suffer those consequences a year ago when they did shut him down eventually at the end of that season where we saw elements of the core principles of his game, of his modus operandi of goaltending, evaporate. We saw him getting beat high glove. We saw his positioning in net too deep. We saw him giving up backdoor plays and letting what has happened in a game affect what is going to happen in a game. We have not seen that this year, and I think that's a really good sign. But for goaltenders, environment matters. Environment means a ton. We saw Martin Jones out in San Jose. The environment, the goaltending environment there was horrible. I remember reading an interview with Robin Lehner, who, when he was with the New York Islanders, had these great numbers, fantastic numbers. And he went to Chicago, 
And I think this was on the In Goal Radio podcast with Kevin Woodley, who's been on here before. He said his game in Chicago was way better than it was with the Islanders. His numbers weren't even close. I think his save percentage was a full 13 points lower, and his goals against average was higher. But what they gave up off the rush, especially in Chicago, made the job of being the goaltender much more difficult. He saw much more high quality against than he did with the Islanders. And I'll go back to this, which I've talked about in the past as well. When Doug Waite was the coach of the New York Islanders in their final, in his final year, the Islanders gave up the most goals in the NHL with Yaro Halak and Thomas Grice. They f- did not bring Doug Waite back. Barry Trotz won the cup with the Washington Capitals. They hired Barry Trotz. The New York Islanders, with the same goaltending, that gave up the most goals in the league the year before he was there, then all of a sudden shaved 102 goals. They gave up 102 goals less in the 82-game following season, Trotz's first season, with him and Mitch Korn, the goalie coach there, with the same two goaltenders. Because environment matters. Barry Trotz preaches a defense-first system. Barry Trotz does not let anyone off the hook. Barry Trotz held everyone accountable to that system, and those two goaltenders that year won the Jennings Trophy for giving up the least amount of goals in the NHL. Basically, the same team. Matter of fact, the second year and Barry Trotz's first year, they may not have been as good. That was the summer they lost John Tavares. But they gave up 102 less goals that season than he gave up the season prior under Doug Waite with John Tavares. So environment does matter, and which is all to bring me to this point as well. You know, there's one thing we talk about with the Flyers quite often, and that's culture, and there needs to be a culture change. And there absolutely does, and I think we're seeing elements of that now. And there is a thing in hockey culture. We've seen players, whether it's Flyers players, NHL players, hockey players, where they'll go out on a shift in a game, and it doesn't have to be a playoff game, where they'll get four teeth knocked out, where they'll get a a puck to the face and have to get, you know, upwards of 30 stitches, and they come back into the game. Why do they come back into the game? Because they want to compete. No hockey player wants to be shut down. They want to play. That's part of the culture of the sport. So that notion of, hey, let, let's just shut down. I mean, there's another element to this, too. Somebody said, well, they're in a situation right now where a couple less wins puts them in a better position to get a higher draft pick. Current players, they don't care about a draft pick. Like, Dan, it, a guy on Twitter said, to me, the Flyers are incredibly tight race to the bottom where a couple of wins could be the difference in drafting third or seventh. NFL, NBA teams do it. Why not give the young guys a chance and lose some games? First of all, the Sixers lost for four-plus years on purpose, and they haven't gotten past the second round. And to me, that spits in the eye of sport. You think, you think NHL players are going to do it because NFL and NBA players do it? And you think that current players give a you-know-what about if the team drafts higher? They don't. They care about going out and competing. They have pride. 
That's what, how they got to be a professional athlete, by giving a crap. Not by going out and saying, hey, take me out of the lineup so we lose, so we get a higher draft pick. Yeah, they were, then we get a guy with a higher pick that can take my job. That doesn't make any sense. That's not what this sport is about. If you believe that, then you haven't been paying very close attention to the mentality of a hockey player. Because it is different. It is different than the NBA. It is different than the NFL. I'm not saying it's better, but it's different. And that's what players do. They'll give up their teeth in a preseason game and come back and play the third period in a meaningless preseason game. Why? Because they plug the scoreboard in. It's real simple. It's not complicated. And if you don't believe that, you just haven't been paying attention. So don't shut down Carter Hart. That's ridiculous. If he can play, he plays. You don't play him into the ground. You play him, though. He wants to play. He wants to compete. And you don't do it. Shut him down so the team can get a higher draft pick. All right. I've had enough. I'm sure you have as well. Uh, Coming up next game, Saturday, Flyers and the Leafs at Wells Fargo Center. It'll be the return home. It'll be a busy weekend as well. Flyers, Leafs, Saturday at Wells Fargo Center, 7 o'clock. And then Sunday, the Flyers will go to the Garden to take on the New York Rangers. But that's going to put a wrap on this episode of Flyers Daily. Everybody, have a great Wednesday. Enjoy it. Enjoy my birthday. It's 50 years on this planet for me. Uh, And I'll talk to you tomorrow on a brand new Flyers Daily. Everything that's good is gone.